0: Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Growing Pain. I'm Jace. And I'm Jen. Uh, it's been a while since you've seen us. We've been very, very busy. Um, and we have a special guest this week. It's our daughter, Jade.
1: She's not a special guest. She's
0: not. She's been in, <laughs> she's she's in been every, every episode. She's been in every episode. It's just that she hasn't, she's either been in like my carry pouch thing. Yeah. Um, or she has been asleep and then has woken up halfway through the episode. Yeah. Um, she hasn't been a a good little girl and just sat there. Uh, in saying that, we don't know how long she's going to last in this thing either. We don't. Um, we should briefly explain where we have been, but I will leave that to you.
1: Yep. So it has been a while. Uh, I think the last time we caught up is straight after Tresillians. We spoke about, um, our experience there and the techniques um of responsive settling um it's been probably more than a month and we've been we've been sort of using the techniques every day um with on jade and we've definitely seen a huge improvement in terms of i think her overall temperament or maybe it's just the fact that she's getting older And she's sort of developing more of a personality. And along with that, it's not just cry, 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 cry. It's more like, oh, you know, like a little bit of yelling, a little bit of like that. Um, And it's not, yeah, she just seems happier um, when she is happy. And when she's, you know, upset or frustrated, it's demonstrated through different, different methods and we're seeing more personality there
0: yeah I think one of the biggest shifts for us is that um she is no longer in the carrier I only sometimes put her in it and that's Mm. usually when we're going up the road although it's pretty hard these days with with lockdown especially in Sydney Mm. um when we put her in the crib um well first of all we're putting her in the crib to like sleepy but awake, as they call it, Yeah. Uh, before we weren't able to do that. Um, She absolutely hates being on her back, and I think that's the result of her suffering from silent reflux for so long. Mm. Thankfully, we don't have to use um, the medication that we were using. What was the name of the medication? Nexium. Nexium. We're not using Nexium anymore. We made that decision during Yeah. And I think that her being on her back and being fussy when she's on her back is a result of her associating, that's right, her associating um, like pain uh, or, or being in pain when she's on her back. Yeah. Uh, and so that that's really, really nice. Um, when we do put her in the crib, we have to sort of turn her to her side. She wants to be on her side or even on her tummy. Um, and, and she is seven months old now, um, mm. so she can be in her tummy, uh, on her tummy, I should say.
1: Mm. Uh, we've just had a lot of big changes. I mean, th- I think part of that is going through Tresillion, Part of that is just the natural progression of her getting older. Like she, through Tresillian, we took her out of the, uh, the wing sleep suits. So she's no longer relying on her arms sort of being restricted, which is great. I thought it would take ages for her to get used to her arms just out in the open, but literally just took that week when we were at Tresillian and she's okay with it. Um, she's been great in the pram, which we've sort of thought she was never really that settled in the pram. She was always sort of really fussy um, but she's been great in the pram she's out of the carrier a lot more and we've just haven't been able we just haven't been using a lot of the crutches that we used to do that we used to use um, such as you know we use the range hood a lot to settle her to get her to sort of fall asleep so we don't do that anymore Um, even like me holding her and rocking her like especially in the last month um, I have not been doing that f- for a long time, for as far as I can remember. But one of the biggest things is that after Trisillian, she had about a couple of weeks, like two to three weeks, that I found she was just sleeping a lot better. She was doing, like, in the at night time, she was doing three-hour, four-hour stretches, and I was like, oh, my God, our baby's fixed. Like, Tricillian worked. Um, she wasn't... Uh, she wasn 't waking up you know every hour or every half an hour anymore, and I really, truly thought that that was it. Um, but then we sort of regressed back to the old days, and what I would imagine to be possibly even worse than before we went to Drillian, um, she ha- she just started sleeping really, really terribly at night again. she would do She would do like half an hour. Um A half an hour and every hour and she would wake up and just so hard to settle back to sleep. Like sometimes I would just be like I had to resort to rocking her to sleep. Um.
0: <laughs> Time for a scene change. <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah. So after about a month after Tresillion where I really thought we had a break breakthrough with her, she started regressing to her old days, what I would even say as worse than before she went to Tresillion, where she was waking up every half an hour or every hour and it would take me so long to put her back to sleep um, to the point where I was just like, what's the point of me going back to sleep? Like I might as well just stay up until she wakes up next. Um, So it became so exhausting and frustrating and... It, it was just one of those things that I, I thought, man, like, we've... I thought we made progress and now here we are um, back to square one. And yeah.
0: There's there's definitely something to be said for, you know... Like, we we went from, as you said, her being able to be asleep for at least an hour or two hours or more at She a was doing intervals. really
1: well for a while.
0: She was, but then... Her sleep cycle is effectively 33 minutes. Every mm. 33 minutes. During the day. During the day. Yeah. But even at night sometimes. Yeah. Like it was, there was, there, honestly, the last week is probably one of the hardest we've had in terms of sleep. Mm. And and we did things like we moved her entire uh, nursery into another room in the house that was darker and quieter. Mm-hmm. And that just went horribly wrong for us. Yeah. It just didn't work out. And, and so at 33 m- minutes, there's not really much you can do. Like you... You get it asleep, but what are you going to do? Exactly. Like it's not You can't fall asleep that quick. And even if you fell asleep instantly, what? You're going to get maybe, if you did, 30 mm. minutes of, of sleep and then you're waking up, that's torture. You might as well just stay awake.
1: I The other day, like, I had a total breakdown in front of Jason where I was just telling him how, like, it's like this crippling anxiety as nighttime approaches. And when I spoke to a lot of mums at Trisillian, that's what a lot of them has said, like, as night approaches – they just get this gripping fear of what the night will entail. And, like, I totally, like, that totally resonates with me because as nighttime comes, especially when, you know, you're working really long hours during the day and needing that really good sleep at night, like, to me, is like, I want that for you. But I feel so alone in that situation where it's like, oh, I've got to get up every half an hour, you know, and, like, it will take an hour for her to settle back down. And then, like, for me, it's, like, this limbo, like, do I go back to sleep or do I just stay up? And if I go back to sleep, I'm not really going to fall asleep. And, like, my whole body's tense and I need to tell myself literally to relax my body so I can actually drift off to sleep. And it's, like, as I'm drifting off to sleep, I can, like, sort of sense or I can hear a little bit like her just stirring and then my whole body tenses again and that just happens over and over and over again um and you know you wake up in the morning early so I can get a couple of hours sleep and those are the couple of hours of sleep that fuels me during the day until nighttime approaches and it's like this crippling fear again and it's like this cycle that happens over every single day um
0: You're getting worked up just talking about it. I know,
1: like, I'm getting emotional just thinking about it because it truly is so, um, like, it's just, you know, it just overtakes you and overwhelms you. And, like, any parent out there who, like, knows what that feels like when they have a fussy baby or unsettled baby, or even if you have a baby that sleeps well but have had, like, you know, during, like, a leap, you know what it's like to have an unsettled baby, like, imagine that but... Like for seven months, which is essentially over 200 days of that over and over again. Like I, it it's genuinely torture.
0: Yeah, one of one of the struggles I have is finding people to talk to about it. Like I have a lot of friends who have kids and they have gone through different experiences. Everyone goes through a different experience, and and as I've sort of often explained, um everybody's threshold is different, right? Like if you have a baby that sleeps really well or slept really well for months and then you have two horrible nights where you only get like a couple of hours, mm. um, you know, a couple of hours sleep, that to you is like the worst thing in the entire world, right? Like you're just like, oh, I've got to fix this problem immediately. Yep. For us, if our baby was to sleep for three hours or two hours, that would be a godsend and we would be superhumans the next day with all this energy mm. because we're not used to that. Normally it's, it's going to be sort of significantly worse. So, you know, I, I tell my friends and, and I have a lot of uh, fantastic friends who are really, really supportive, but they don't, I don't feel as though they have had the same experiences that we have had. And it's like, have you tried this? Have you tried, uh, you know, the Ferber method where you put your baby in a in a cot uh, and you check at f- every like five minute intervals. You check for five minutes and then you go away, you let them cry, you come back, mm. um, you know. Uh, or when I say that I, I got no sleep at the night, it's, it's a true thing. Like, I just didn't get any sleep. It's not, it's not like I got a little bit of sleep. It's just you get no sleep. Mm. Um, and as I've said many, many times, sleep deprivation is really a form of torture and it does really horrible things to you. It, it makes you a worse person mm. in all capacity. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't really do my job properly um, and I was trying my best. Um, I, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't be, you know, as good of a father as I wanted to be. Um, I wasn't good to my friends, um, or at least as, as good as I would normally be for them. And I didn't want to be that person anymore, but there was nothing that we could do to change it. Like we've been dealing with this for seven months. We took her to a sleep school. Mm. Um, We took her to Drusillian and we followed every method that we, that we possibly could. And so, you know, friends were giving me advice and telling me things, but
1: we've tried everything.
0: We've tried everything. And it was, it was nice to have the thought that they cared and that they wanted to sort of reach out but they just didn't get it and uh, you know that, that was the hardest part I knew I, I got to a point where no matter what they said I'd already decided that what they said what they said was futile and it, and it wasn't going to do anything that's right that's right this is Jade singing at the moment <laughs> scene change for me personally, I've I've just gotten to a point where it's not worth talking about anymore. And that sounds strange on, on, on a podcast or, or a YouTube video to say, I don't want to talk about this anymore, anymore because that's our channel. Yeah. That's what we're talking about, right? Uh, what I mean is there's no point for me to speak to my friends and vent and complain because what I'm actually after is a solution to all of this mm. and they they're acting as a support network for me mm. but i have already rejected their support in my mind because wow. i don't think they can solve the problem
1: yeah
0: and that's on me that's something that that's something that i've just decided i don't want to do anymore
1: mm.
0: and look you you you've probably clicked on this or you know or or chosen to listen to this because of the title the title is extinction and that's where we got to yeah uh do you want to explain what the extinction method is?
1: Yeah, so I guess it's a brutal method that parents use when they've exhausted all other possibilities, and um, it wasn't a method that I was personally that comfortable with at the beginning, but as you can hear, and you know, over and over again from all our other previous podcasts, we've exhausted all our options, and it is for my and Jason's mental and physical well-being to, like, you know, to resort to extinction method, which is basically also known as the quiet out method where you just let your baby be in the cot and um, if they fuss and cry, you just let them get it all out of their systems. Um, So you leave the room. um, You make sure, obviously, they're, you know, attended to prior to this, like fed, changed you Know, made sure that everything is safe. Um, obviously, all of those things, but with no, with the knowledge that everything is okay, you just let them cry it out until they fall asleep or stop fussing or whatever it might be. Yeah. So, obviously, this being a, a very, you know, extreme method, um, we did a lot of research and a lot of the parents that we have read about, um, their experience is that their babies can cry up to like two, three hours before they pass out from exhaustion.
0: We should, we should explain that this differs a little bit from the Ferber method, which is something that is probably more well-known, although both of these methods sort of go hand in hand. You start with Ferber and, and you, move, you move along um, to, to the extinction method if, if you're willing to. The, the Ferber method is what I mentioned earlier in the video where your uh, where you're you're checking every sort of five in five minute intervals. They you put them in, you settle them, walk out of the room, let them cry for five minutes if that's what they're going to do, and then you come back in, check again, ten minutes, fifteen minutes, twenty minutes. You can even do it in ten minute intervals, whatever works for you.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. And and we have tried that many many times. Yeah. And um, what we ended up discovering is that by us coming back in the room, it started the process all over again. Mm. Uh, and, and so to let you continue there, um, yes. this was sort of what, what ended up happening with the extinction method.
1: I think what we've what we found is that when we go back into the room to let her know that, you know, it's okay, like we haven't disappeared, we're still there, it shows that we do come um, when she calls, like we do appear, and therefore it makes her kind of not stop that, you know, attention you know, that seeking of attention. Um, so it's kind of like it, she's probably thinking, oh, you know, I can stop now. Oh, no, I can't. Like, they're here. Like, I'm not going to stop. I, I'm i over here. Um, so that's probably why that method doesn't really work for us. So we've, you know, had to try something different, which is the extinction method, where we literally just don't go in there so that, you know, she knows that whatever it is, she needs to sort of work through on her own. And honestly, like, I feel like she really needs to do that. Like, whatever it is, this me- this method of self-soothing or, you know, linking of cycles on their own. Like, how, how else is she meant to learn that, um, uh, you know, other than doing it herself? Like, we can't tell her, oh, this is how you link sleep cycles or this is how you, you know, you self-soothe. Like, we can't teach her those things through demonstration or, like, you know, verbally, she really, truly needs to learn that on her own. And yeah. and that's that, exactly right. Yeah, and that's what we've tried to do. We started it, like, two nights ago. We'll,
0: we'll give you a quick play-by-play as to how it all sort of came about, assuming, of course, that Jay lets us <laughs> explain this to you. Daddy's trying to tell people about how you got some sleep. Can I do that? Will you allow it? If I start to talk to the camera again, will you just go, ah? I'm gonna try, okay? So this is what we did. Uh, I have just recently started my parental leave uh, and it's very, very generous with my work. (laughs) It's time for a scene change. (laughs) So here's how the extinction method worked for us. It was Friday night. And I had just started my, uh, my parental leave. And I decided that I didn't want to spend the next four months <laughs> dealing with the way that she is every single night. Uh, we couldn't do anything that we wanted to do. We couldn't, we couldn't watch movies. We couldn't even have a conversation or have dinner without her interrupting us and us checking on her. Um, so I said, you know what? Now's as good, as time, good a time as any. Um, I've stopped work, which means that if I have to be up all night while we're attending to her needs... Uh, then that's what we'll do, and it had been it had been seven months, and we were never really comfortable with with applying the extinction or the cry it out method, mm. um, but we figured we'd give it a go. And so I said to Jen, step out of the step out of the nursery where we are now, come into the bedroom, and let's just see how long it takes. And I don't think that we really set a time limit. I uh, I think that it was just which whichever one of us was going to crack first. Yeah. And we watched her and we watched her for probably close to 45 minutes. Yep. And we really, in my head, I had like sort of a two hour mark, I think, set in my head. That's
1: and what we read. Some, some of the parents let their babies cry for two, three hours. And I was like, man, when your baby's crying like that, one minute is like one hour.
0: Yeah. Ah. And, and uh, uh, the strangest thing happened. I, I told, I said to Jen, go and have a shower because it, first of all, it's going to get her away from the noise. Um, and, and second of all, it's, you know, it's just a way of sort of alleviating some of that stress yeah. And I just watched Jade on the monitor And an interesting thing happened uh, She was crying for attention initially And then slowly, bit by bit, she stopped crying And she would have a look around And she would stare up at the the baby camera She's aware that the baby camera is there Not what it does, but that it's there and she would have a bit of a play and look at her hands and look at the blanket that was there or feel the blanket because it was dark in her room and then she would start again Mm. and then she would stop and she would look at the camera again and look around and I realized that she wasn't actually really all that distressed at least she wasn't uncomfortable she wasn't hungry she wasn't in pain she was just so used to having somebody in there to help her Mm. and we weren't there and once she realized that we probably weren't going to come back, and I'm sure it felt like it was an eternity for her, uh, you know, it was it was more than the, the 45 minutes that, that it took in the end, uh, she just sort of gave in, I guess. And I remember that you came out of the shower and I was explaining this to you. I was like, I was trying to make you feel better about the whole thing. And I'm like, you know, Jade is okay. Like she's completely fine. Um, and then we have the ability to be able to turn on her nightlight in her room off our phone. We have this this globe that lets us do that. And I remember I said, oh, I wanna turn on the light and Mm. see how she reacts. Mm. And I remember where I turned on the light, which is very, very like low glow and she immediately stopped crying and she looked at the light and she looked at the door, Mm. looked at the light, looked at the door, looked at the camera. And that's what she associated. The light coming on was somebody was about to enter yeah. in just a moment because that's what we do right before we walk into the room. We press that little button and, and in we go. Mm-hmm. And it was cool because it was just like, oh, man, like this kid's smart. Like She yeah. knows. She recognizes She recognizes signals. all this sort of stuff. Yeah. And, and that was awesome. And, and so I turned the light back off. She started to cry again. And then bit by bit, she closed her eyes, closed her eyes, mm-hmm. heads back up again, doesn't cry. And I kept saying she's going to go. Mm-hmm. And we, it was almost like we were taking bets at this point as to whether or not it was going to happen. And she went She went to sleep. Yeah. And she went to sleep for, like, how long?
1: It was over an hour, I think. Right? Yeah.
0: And she started crying again. Mm. And then she went back to sleep again. Yeah. And then at that point, I was out. I, I, I went to sleep. And I assume you went to sleep as well.
1: Yeah. So we started that Friday night. And that night, um, she slept for... So she slept for three and a half hours the initial initial like after we started doing the extinction method she slept for three and a half hours then she started crying in the middle of the night and we had the option of either letting her cry it out again or I could get up and actually feed her because it was about time for her for a feed anyways and I decided to feed her um so then after I fed her she fell asleep immediately and I didn't have to leave her and let her cry out in the room again Um, and then she slept for another three and a half hours. Now that's not that abnormal. Jade's definitely done that long stretch before previously and I just figured you know maybe that was just we got lucky that night and I wasn't as optimistic as Jason. Jason's like oh this is this is working like this is the method that will fix her. I was a little bit more hesitant. I was like, oh, she's done this long stretches as before. Um, let's see how we go in the next few nights. So then Saturday, during the day, we kept trying with the extinction method. During the day, it's a bit different because she has so much more energy and she's actually normally awake.
0: We also kind of made the decision that we probably weren't going to try it during the day. It was just going to be a nighttime hmm. thing. But then we did it anyway.
1: Yeah. Um, we did it because we didn't want to confuse her. Like, it was kind of like, oh, if we just leave her alone at nighttime, but then during the day we went in, then she might be confused. Um, I mean, like, who knows what works? But, like, to us, that's what we wanted to try. So during the day we were doing the same thing and just leaving her. And I remember on Saturday for the day naps, she cried for longer. So, you know, whereas the previous night she cried for 45 minutes, during the day on Saturday she cried for an hour. Um, or something close to more,
0: that. More energy. There's more light in the room. Mm. Um, it's louder because mm. of the, the road traffic. But when nighttime hit, mm. and this was the thing that really
1: cemented m-
0: cemented it all, I guess. And this is last night, by the way.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I put her down. Mm. And I wasn't... I could have. Honestly, I could have put her down and then just walked away. And we would have gotten the same result. Mm. But it's not... I don't want to do that. I don't want to just put her down and go, see a kid. I mean, sometimes I do. <laughs> um, but, but in this instance, I, I was confident. I felt like, you know what? We're going to go through another 45 minutes of this. Mm. Um, so I put her in the crib. I put her in the position that she prefers to be on, which is on her side. I gave her a little pat. I sang her a little song, which is Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star, the only song that I know. And, and it's the nicest sounding one to it. Like, you know, anyway. Mm. And, and then I put the, the dummy... She she doesn't really like the dummy. She holds it in her hand and wiggles it around, it around in the air and throws it most of the time. But I put it near her just to reinforce, like you are capable of putting this in your mouth, um, and she is. And then I moved away, and she immediately sort of turned on her back and looked at me and was like, uh, 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 and I said, "Good night, sweetie," and I left and I closed the door, and it was less than two minutes. Oh yeah, less than two Pretty minutes. Much, she was out that. and she went to sleep. And she slept for how long? Five,
1: five and a half
0: hours. So five and a half hours she went for. We could practice night weaning, which is not feeding her in the middle of the night. She's seven months old. She's more than capable of not eating during the middle of the night. But there's other factors that you have to include, like losing your supply.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, or and you might get uncomfortable in the middle of the night anyway, so you have to potentially pump, right? Yeah. But like, she slept for that period of time, she woke up again at one point.
1: She did wake up. I think um, initially when we tried to put her down, she woke up like after an hour. But then when we, we just, we didn't go in. Um, yeah. We stood our ground and then she fell asleep pretty much within five minutes or something. It was less than five minutes. Yeah. And then it was five and a half hours. Um, and she woke up around, I think, three. Yeah. Um, and I, again, I decided to feed her around that time because it had been quite a few hours since she last ate. And again, she fell asleep immediately after I fed her um, and I just put her down and she was asleep and then she slept for another three hours until this morning, and, about 6.30, uh, I think.
0: And, and this, this might all sound boring, giving all these times and facts, but this is the sort of stuff that we wanted to hear from people. Mm. We haven't really spoken to anybody. Tresillian doesn't do extinction or cry it out. They don't recommend it, which is interesting because when my mother took me when I was a baby, that's what they did. Um, it, was the, it was the complete opposite. But all of these little times and facts and things, they matter because Mm. we have a kid who is very, very resilient and won't stop crying and, uh, you know, gets what she wants. Mm. And we won. Mm. And she's okay. Like, she's just as happy. She's happier than she was before because she's getting more sleep. She doesn't feel abandoned. And her cries are different. Like, when she does wake up in the middle of the night, she's, like, sort of just... It's just little cries. It's not a full-blown thing. She's aware that she's, she's... It's almost like she's startled awake. And then she's like, oh, actually, it's still dark. Maybe um, it's time uh, for me to go to sleep or I'm okay. And this morning, it's funny because you want to stick to a schedule when you do this sort of stuff. You want to um, you want to make sure they get up at 6.30 or 7 o'clock or based on what time they go to bed. Uh, and I woke up and I was just like, I hadn't had sleep like that in so long. You certainly hadn't had sleep like that in so long. But, but I hadn't either. And... I was just like, I could go to sleep for another eight hours. You would think I'd have more energy than I ever had before, but it was just, it felt like a normal night to me. Mm. I didn't even wake up for one of her cries, which mm. was crazy because I always do, right? And mm. and so I said to myself, oh, I should get up because this is the right thing to do. But I'm like, let's just see what happens. And she went back to sleep. yeah. And I could have laid in bed. I could have laid in bed for another hour or two probably, yeah. but I decided to get up and... I walked past her door, which is closed. Our place is like quite creaky and loud. It's old. And she woke up. But when she woke up, it was just like, nah. Yeah. I was like, all right. And I came in. I'm like, hey there. She's like, meh, meh, meh. And she's like very like, very <laughs> happy. <laughs> meh, meh, meh. She's like, you know, she's, she's sort of mumbling along and she was very happy.
1: Yeah.
0: And this is one night of this. Like, it takes people five, 14 nights. You read articles, all this sort of stuff.
1: Yeah. And um, like, I mean, we're literally just done this for two nights. I'm there's still a part of me, because I'm not an optimist like Jason, there's still part of me that thinks, oh, maybe it's been a fluke for two nights. And I, I genuinely think that we need to try it for longer just to see, um, you know, to see if this experiment is, is successful. But I already feel so much lighter because, you know, before a lot of my anxiety is tied to the fact that like, I know that when she has to, when she wakes up, she's going to be hysterical and I need to go in. And, you know, the fact that I don't have to go in anymore just makes my, like, just makes everything different for me. Like, in the middle of the night, I have the option to either go in or not. Like, those are my choices, whereas before it's just like, oh, I'm going to go in when she wakes up. Like, when is she going to wake up? Like... I feel so much better knowing that, like, we can have the option to just let her cry it out. And that is a huge game changer for me. Yeah. Um, Regardless of whether this makes a huge difference in the long run or not, I mean...
0: We just know it's possible.
1: Yeah, it's possible. And there's going to be times later on where she might hit another regression or she might get sick, she might be teething. That's going to change everything. Um, And that's something that we have to keep an eye on. Yeah. But, um is a method that I'm glad we gave it a try. It took me a long time to be convinced that we can give it a try um, because I think as as a parent you do feel guilty, um, but I'm really glad that we did.
0: Absolutely. We'll, we'll wrap it up there. We're obviously not doing this as frequently as we were before. We, we we're sort of doing it weekly. Um, we're enjoying the additional time that we're going to get. It, it's only been a little bit. But it's been pretty rough on us lately, um so we're going to try and do like monthly updates as she as she ages up. she's just turned seven, so you'll probably see us again around the, the eight month mark. At least that's the plan anyway. um for those in youtube land uh, if you you need anything, just pop in a comment uh, down down below and we'll you know we'll get back to you we'll We'll try and give you some guidance and some help. Um, or' just some reinforcement that using the cried out of the extinction method is okay. and for those of you in podcast land. Uh, just message us uh, hello at jennandjace dot com. J E N N. Yep. Uh, uh, you can message us at anything really at jennandjace and we'll and we'll get back to you. Um, yeah. Thank you. Thanks. Bye bye.